0: You're listening to Clearing the Haze episode number 16, 2020. Is this the year your company exceeds expectations? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Clearing the Haze. My name is Chuck Martin and I'm your host. And first off, we want to let you know why we're a day late. Usually what we do is we come out with our new episodes on Tuesdays, but we weren't able to do that yesterday. We wanted to be able to put this out today on New Year's Day in 2020. And there was a lot of reasoning behind that, but to make it short and sweet, what I wanted to do is I wanted to hit this from a different angle. You're going to have a lot of people that are talking about setting goals and how to do things like that. And uh, you're going to have a lot of different expectations that people are going to have and outcomes that they're wanting to achieve for this coming year. And I think it's good. I think it's something that helps not only you as a business owner to stay focused on the things that are important to you and the growth of your business, but I think it's also very important for your employees as well. Without your employees and without the people that you have in that inner circle to help you in achieving these things you're not gonna get very far. One of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to hit this from just a little bit of a different angle today and wanted to share with you in a short episode what I think is probably one of the more important things to be accomplished in 2020, and that's exceeding the expectations of your clients. You know there's a quote that's out that I'd like to share with you and the author is unknown. If you know who the author is, Shoot me an email, let me know because I would like to know who this was. But I really liked it and I wrote it down. And so I want to share it with you real quick. And that quote is If you are willing to do more than you are paid to do, eventually you will be paid to do more than you do. You know, are you and your company consistently going the extra mile for your clients? Do you over deliver? You know, it's very rare these days to see or experience overachievers in any industry. You talk to any business and having overachievers or people that really stand out, they're few and far between. And I think it's because these individuals make it a priority and they realize the power in knowing and exceeding the expectations of your clients. Successful people, almost by force of habit, can simply be found overachieving and exceeding any and all expectations. And as a result, they experience greater financial success and reward, and they should. So having that in mind, why should you go the extra mile? Will it pay off? When you give more than you're expected or you give more than you're likely to receive, more promotions raises bonuses or other benefits as a direct result that's internally within the business that you may work for or the business that you have but the business bottom line will grow and you'll attract a lifelong loyal customer base but you have to start now for the rewards to begin and to show in the future so one of the things that I want to do to help you in achieving this is I want to go over five expectation factors. And they're they're very simple, and you've probably heard most of them before, but I'm just going to kind of put them in order and then share with you a couple experiences that we've had in doing this. And then we're going to end this episode for Clearing the Haze this week. So I hope you enjoy this one, and here we go. So five expectation factors. The first one I want to talk about is a focus on providing extra you know this helps your clients in understanding the value you see in them you know a lot of times we don't know what it is that our clients are having a hard time with and so we need to focus on providing extra things that they may be needing some of those things like with us not only do we drug test in our business but we also provide fingerprinting services through the state of Colorado. This was a program that came out and they were actually looking for individuals that they could put their equipment into their business at no charge to provide services for their clients that are coming to them. It was a win-win for us as far as knowing that some of our clients were needing this service in the first place and we're gonna be using it somewhere. So why not use it here with us where we're able to take care of that expectation that they have of receiving that service somewhere locally that wouldn't take away from their client or their, their employees for very long and would be at a fee that would be reasonable. And so they are able to set up their appointments and come to us, but we were able to take that one need that a client may have and needing to have the service provided other things that we may provide to our clients as needed is helping them in reviewing and developing their drug-free workplace policies and procedures we also provide training in very many different aspects of our business everything from reasonable suspicion down to specific problems or issues that a client may see in their workplace that they need addressed. that we're able to help with such as understanding CBD in the workplace and how it may affect your employees we also provide background screen services for employers as well so the only reason why we're able to provide these services is because we talked to our clients to find out what it is that they needed you know that is expectation number two that we're talking about here it's the identifying what the customer needs are. When you focus on your customer's needs and their needs are able to be delivered by you, or if you have a service or somebody else that's able to provide that service for that client and you can refer them to it, you're a rock star in your client's eyes at that point. They were needing this and not only were you able to provide them the information they needed in accomplishing this, but now they were able to get this service and you're able to benefit another business as well by providing that information, hooking them up with a client that needed their services. And we do that quite a bit with a couple other companies that we work with. We have a company that provides DOT services, such as helping new DOT companies and registering their getting their DOT numbers, things like that, that they're going to need, that they would be audited and need these um, things in place. So we're able to work hand-in-hand with companies like that where they can provide those services, and it's a win-win for everybody all the way around. Now, a lot of times you've got, in order to know this kind of stuff, it goes into expectation number three, which is showing a genuine interest. Customers, let's face it, are the lifeblood of any business, and showing them personally that you care and that you're willing to help them succeed is not only going to be remembered, but it's also going to be admired by that client. You're looking out for their success. One of the many things that we say to our clients, and one that I stand behind, is our services are not about our company. Our services are what we bring to our clients because of a need that they have for it. If they no longer have that need in their own business, they're no longer going to need my services. And so it's not about me. It's about them and what they need and how I can help them in achieving those dreams, expectations, and services that are needed in order for them to be successful in their endeavors. You know, but one of the things that you have to be able to do is you're going to have to ask. And that goes into expectation number four, which is asking your clients for feedback. Now, a lot of times when you get this, You can do it in order to try and find out what it is that your clients are having pain points with at that point or services that they may need. Like I said earlier that you may know of somebody that can help them with that and you can put them in touch with that person. But it's also an opportunity for you to get feedback on the services that you are providing that client. Are you meeting their expectation? Are you taking care of the needs that they have? Sometimes we provide these services for a while and we don't check back in with our clients to ensure that one, that we're doing what we said we were going to do, but number two, that they're still happy and satisfied with the, the uh, business that we're providing for them, the products that we're giving them, and the services that they are rendering from us. Are we meeting those ideals, those expectations? Are they happy with what we are doing? If they're not, hopefully you're in a position where they're going to tell you that and be honest with you because you can't change what you don't know is broken. You have to be able to know what it is that this client needs and if you're meeting those needs. Sometimes it could be little things that need to be tweaked. Maybe it's communication that you're having with that client. Maybe it's scheduling. Maybe it's communication. Maybe it's in the way that you're providing the services to them. Are you doing it at a time of day that's going to be workable for that client? Or are you doing it at a time that's convenient for you? These are all things that clients are looking at when it comes to the feedback that they need. And you as a business owner need to know if you're meeting those expectations. I mean, let's face it, how else are you going to find out if you're doing a good job or not? How are you going to be able to evaluate your own cli- uh, employees on the job performance that they're providing for your clients? Now, we have some of our own clients that end up getting spoiled with some cli- with some of our employees, Okay, which isn't a bad thing, but maybe you can relate as a business owner and you can see what my fear in doing that is, is when you have a client this says, you know what, so-and-so is great, but we really like this guy or we really like this person because they just seem to understand us a little bit more. Well, why is that? It's because that employee has built that relationship, not only that relationship with that client, but that reliability and that cognizant need of addressing what it is that that client needs and they're on top of it. You know, and I kind of fell into that with one of our clients where I came in and I didn't even realize that. I went in, did my service, and then we started a brand new team member. And I had this individual go out to them to do the services and things like that. And then I returned back out there. And one of their questions was when I asked them if they were happy with the way that the service had been done when I was gone and they said you know the person was great they did a really good job but you know we really like it when you're here because you know exactly what we need and you know that's flattering that is something that that makes you feel really good knowing that you are trusted by your employee that much or by your clients that much that they recognize the hard work and the dedication that you put into things But then when we throw them into a little bit of a loop by bringing in another team member who's doing the job just as well, but they get used to just having one person in there, you know, is that a functional issue that we have? No, that's something that they are going to end up having that issue be relieved at some point once that employee starts building that relationship with them as well. But we have to give them that opportunity to go in there and do that because One of those things that I had to figure out early on in my own business is I am not Superman. I cannot do it all myself. I have to have other people that are willing to do it. However, my expectations are they're going to provide those services in the way that we are known for providing those services. And the only way I'm gonna make sure or find out that those services are being provided in a way that is acceptable by me and needed by my clients is by getting that feedback from that client so that I can help progress, mature, and get that relationship to a point where it doesn't matter whether it's myself being there to provide those services or somebody else. They know that those services are going to be provided in a professional way and in a way that is pleasing to them and meeting their needs number five the last thing is going above and beyond you know going the extra mile will help your clients meet not only their needs but in turn will help you by providing you referrals it'll help you with a positive company image and it will also put value to the services that you provide your clients what I'd like to do is share with you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about here when we're talking about meeting or exceeding the expectations of our clients. And the first one we're going to talk about is with a company, and we're going to call this guy Chad. You know, Chad asked that we would come to their place of work on site and do their random and post-accident drug tests. But on this occasion, we came and we did pre-employment testing for six of his new employees so that he could not only conduct their new employee orientation at one time, but he could get their drug testing done at one time, not cause a lot of disruption or anything else, and and it was just a win-win for both him and us. And so we were there, and before we got there, Chad had advised these employees that were there that they were going to be drug tested and that if they brought anything with them to try and adulterate or cheat on the test, He told them, look, if you're going to try and do that with these guys, they're going to catch you. They're very good at what they do. So even after Chad had given these six employees this warning, we found in possession of synthetic urine, five out of the six employees. On each one of these employees, we had recovered the bottle or the carrying method that they brought into the facility to bring in that synthetic earring. And it was totally baffling to Chad that these individuals, not only after he told them that we caught, we would catch them, that they would actually think that they could do it and give it to us afterwards. It was just amazing to him to the point where he went to the owner of the company and he showed him what it was that we recovered that day from five out of the six employees so much so that Chad had gone to the owner of the company and brought him into the room. And he went to the owner and he said, boss, this is why we use these guys. And he showed it to the owner of the company. And the owner of the company was baffled. And it led into a conversation with he and I explaining to them how we do this, how we're able to get employees to give us this stuff, and why we are so good at what we do. And he looked at this, And he understood right away the value in the services that we provide. Because up to this point, we had only done their random selection testing and their pre-employment drug testing. They had sent their pre-employments down the street to a clinic to get done because they could interview these guys during the day and just send them down to the clinic instead of calling us to come back and forth. And he just felt that it was a, a better way of doing business. But this owner looked at me and he said, This clinic has not caught anybody doing this, and I have thought for some time that people were falling through the cracks, and you just confirmed this to me. As a result, this employer asked that we do testing on everyone within his company, and he went ahead and had that done on a future date. But the point of this was because of this example of going, above and beyond the expectation of the client, we were able to get all of the business that this company had, which is what our goal was from the beginning, was to establish that relationship with them that we would be trusted to be able to do all of their testing at some point. And we were able to do that. And this was something that we, like I said, wanted to do from the beginning. And and one of the things that was a big hang-up with this company was that our physical office that these employees could go to was 25 miles away. Now, all their employees, if they're pre-employment or it's during the day and they need a drug test, they send them 25 miles away to our office to be drug tested so that we don't have to return again to that business on a continual basis throughout the day. If that doesn't speak volumes into meeting and exceeding the expectations of your clients that they are willing to send a new employee 25 miles away to get a pre-employment drug test then I don't know what else I can tell you guys it's that simple just overachieving doing the things that these clients are looking for having those expectations and being willing to go and do it is one of the biggest things that you can do the second example that I wanted to share with you was on a company that was on a national basis or a national company to look to us to do their drug testing and it wasn't the case at, at the beginning this was a client that I wanted to have the door open to have the opportunity to provide these services for them and i had been in touch with them and I'd left my information and they had not returned my calls And I had done my due diligence by making sure that I followed up with them. Not on a continual basis, because you don't want to be that pain in the butt where they're definitely not going to call you back. But I would check in once in a while, maybe once every two or three months, and just remind them that we were here and that we were excited to be able to possibly provide these services that they may need. And if they ever needed us for anything, to give us a call. Well, it just so happened that the territory manager was in the area, and they had a post-accident. And they went to the clinic that they had normally gone to, and they got to the clinic at 4.30, and the clinic told them when they came in that it was a post-accident. They said, is this guy gonna be able to use the restroom? The driver's response was very simple. He said, well, you know, I don't know if I will be able to go right now or not. I may need to drink some water. And the first response from the person behind the counter was, we close at five o'clock, if you're not able to provide a sample by five o'clock, it's gonna be reported out as a refusal to test because we do not pay overtime. So the territory manager looked at them, his name was Dave, and Dave said, are you kidding me? He says, you understand the DOT requires that at least a three hour window be given during a shy bladder process to allow the driver to be able to give a specimen. And the person behind the counter looked at them and said, This is not our problem. This is our policy and what we do. So Dave, at that point, took the driver and they walked out. They were disgusted because this totally goes against providing services for a company and meeting their expectations and their needs at that time. He came down to our office, which was about 10 minutes down the road, and I met him at the front door. And Dave, at first, when he walked through, I could tell that he was perplexed, I could tell that he was frustrated because it was all over his face. I knew something was wrong. And this driver came in tow with him, (laughs) walking through the front door. And he looked at me. He says, I have a man here that had a post accident. Here's my paperwork. I need to get him tested. I know it's quarter to five. So when you guys close at five o'clock, if he can't pee, what are we doing? And so I explained to him, well, we're doing a three-hour shy bladder process. He probably won't need the whole three hours. But we're going to be able to provide some water for him, let him drink. And then when he is able to, we'll complete the test for him. So he said, that's very good. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And then as I took the driver back into our testing room, he said, can I come with you? And I said, well, sure. You can't come back to the restroom with us, obviously, but you can come into the office right here if it's okay with the driver. And the driver said, yeah, that's fine. So we went in there and he watched the process and how we interacted with this driver in following the steps that were outlined for a DOT collection we went through the whole process we went to the restroom everything was taken care of we didn't have to go into a shy bladder this individual was able to go and we you know and I'm sure some of you that do drug testing find the same thing where you'll have somebody come in and they say, you know, I just don't know if I can go. And you take them back there, and lo and behold, they were able to give you the, that amount that you needed because a lot of times they envision they had to fill a whole cup and that they, only, that they don't realize that they're, not, they're just needing to give you a little bit over three tablespoons to be able to get what you need for a DOT test. So we were able to get everything done. We packaged it up. We got everything done. And then Dave turns to me, and he says, Chuck, you guys just got all of our business. And I asked him, well, I'm very grateful for that. And well, what, what changed your mind? What caused this to happen? And he said, just in the way that you not only interacted with my driver, but because you took the time to listen to me when I walked through the door. You didn't make it feel like I wasn't important or that our situation wasn't important to you. And I looked at him and I said, Dave, it's because it's not. It's not my issue it is yours and I am here providing a service for you it's not about me that guy's turned into a client that we have not only do we have them testing all of the randoms but also opened up another facility that they have and also for us to do emergency after-hours collections for this company as well you never know where this is going to go where is your intent what is the reputation that you want to have, not only among your clients, but the reputation that you want your employees to have as well? Because they're just as much a part of this as anybody else. If they enjoy what they do and they can see that they're getting praise back from the clients because of the job they're doing, that is, that's going to go further than anything you could ever do for them. And it's going to make them take some initiative in making sure that that client is being taken care of because they know what they do matters. And that is the bottom line. We hope you understand in both of these examples the five expectation factors that were shown and how this will not only help you build stronger relationships with your clients, it will also give you the reputation that you need and that you desire in your industry, your community, and also in social media. So let's face it, That is one of the fastest growing trends that we have right now, is just a couple of words, a couple of things that are put out on social media can mean the difference in your business. So we're hoping that that's gonna help you there as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Clearing the Haze and that you found value in the information that we shared with you here today. If you have any questions that we could help you with or you'd like more information on how you can become more effective in addressing the needs and concerns of your clients, please feel free to email me at helpclearthehaze@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, that's helpclearthehaze@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And I promise you that I'll get back with you as soon as I can with your email. If you have any other interests that you're seeing that you may have as a business that we could help address here on Clearing the Haze, please email me and let me know. And we'll do our best to try and get those topics covered or to be able to find Speakers that would be willing to come on and share their knowledge, understanding on that topic to help all of us in growing a better and stronger business. Until next week, we hope you have a blessed New Year's Day. And we look forward to continuing to provide this podcast this year in addressing those topics that are of great need. Until next week, remember, it's your vision, it's your dream, and it's your business. Take care. You're listening to Clearing the Haze episode number 16, 2020. Is this the year your company exceeds expectations? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Clearing the Haze. My name is Chuck Martin and I'm your host. And first off, we want to let you know why we're a day late. Usually what we do is we come out with our new episodes on Tuesdays, but we weren't able to do that yesterday. We wanted to be able to put this out today on New Year's Day in 2020, and there was a lot of reasoning behind that, but to make it short and sweet, what I wanted to do is I wanted to hit this from a different angle. You're going to have a lot of people that are talking about setting goals and how to do things like that. And uh, you're going to have a lot of different expectations that people are going to have and outcomes that they're wanting to achieve for this coming year. And I think it's good. I think it's something that helps not only you as a business owner to stay focused on the things that are important to you and the growth of your business, but I think it's also very important for your employees as well. Without your employees and without the people that you have in that inner circle to help you in achieving these things you're not gonna get very far. One of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to hit this from just a little bit of a different angle today, and wanted to share with you in a short episode what I think is probably one of the more important things to be accomplished in 2020, and that's exceeding the expectations of your clients. You know, there's a quote that's out that I'd like to share with you, and the author is unknown. If you know who the author is, Shoot me an email, let me know because I would like to know who this was. But I really liked it and I wrote it down. And so I want to share it with you real quick. And that quote is If you are willing to do more than you are paid to do, eventually you will be paid to do more than you do. You know, are you and your company consistently going the extra mile for your clients? Do you over deliver? You know, it's very rare these days to see or experience overachievers in any industry. You talk to any business and having overachievers or people that really stand out, they're few and far between. And I think it's because these individuals make it a priority and they realize the power in knowing and exceeding the expectations of your clients. Successful people, almost by force of habit, can simply be found overachieving and exceeding any and all expectations. And as a result, they experience greater financial success and reward, and they should. So having that in mind, why should you go the extra mile? Will it pay off? When you give more than you're expected or you give more than you're likely to receive, more promotions raises bonuses or other benefits as a direct result that's internally within the business that you may work for or the business that you have but the business bottom line will grow and you'll attract a lifelong loyal customer base but you have to start now for the rewards to begin and to show in the future so one of the things that I want to do to help you in achieving this is I want to go over five expectation factors. And they're they're very simple, and you've probably heard most of them before, but I'm just going to kind of put them in order and then share with you a couple experiences that we've had in doing this. And then we're going to end this episode for Clearing the Haze this week. So I hope you enjoy this one, and here we go. So five expectation factors. The first one I want to talk about is a focus on providing extra you know this helps your clients in understanding the value you see in them you know a lot of times we don't know what it is that our clients are having a hard time with and so we need to focus on providing extra things that they may be needing some of those things like with us not only do we drug test in our business but we also provide fingerprinting services through the state of Colorado. This was a program that came out and they were actually looking for individuals that they could put their equipment into their business at no charge to provide services for their clients that are coming to them. It was a win-win for us as far as knowing that some of our clients were needing this service in the first place and we're gonna be using it somewhere. So why not use it here with us where we're able to take care of that expectation that they have of receiving that service somewhere locally that wouldn't take away from their client or their, their employees for very long and would be at a fee that would be reasonable. And so they are able to set up their appointments and come to us, but we're able to take that one need that a client may have and needing to have the service provided Other things that we may provide to our clients as needed is helping them in reviewing and developing their drug-free workplace policies and procedures. We also provide training in very many different aspects of our business, everything from reasonable suspicion down to specific problems or issues that a client may see in their workplace that they need addressed that we're able to help with, such as understanding CBD in the workplace and how it may affect your employees. We also provide background screen services for employers as well. So the only reason why we're able to provide these services is because we talked to our clients to find out what it is that they needed. You know, that is expectation number two that we're talking about here. It's the identifying what the customer needs are. When you focus on your customer's needs and their needs are able to be delivered by you, or if you have a service or somebody else that's able to provide that service for that client and you can refer them to it, you're a rock star in your client's eyes at that point. They were needing this, and not only were you able to provide them the information they needed in accomplishing this, but now they were able to get this service and you're able to benefit another business as well by providing that information, hooking them up with a client that needed their services. And we do that quite a bit with a couple other companies that we work with. We have a company that provides DOT services, such as helping new DOT companies and registering their getting their DOT numbers, things like that, that they're going to need, that they would be audited and need these um things in place. So we're able to work hand in hand with companies like that where they can provide those services and it's a win-win for everybody all the way around. Now, a lot of times you've got, in order to know this kind of stuff, it goes into expectation number three, which is showing a genuine interest. Customers, let's face it, are the lifeblood of any business and showing them personally that you care and that you're willing to help them succeed is not only going to be remembered but it's also going to be admired by that client you're looking out for their success one of the many things that we say to our clients and one that I stand behind is our services are not about our company our services are what we bring to our clients because of a need that they have for it if they no longer have that need in their own business they're no longer going to need my services And so it's not about me. It's about them and what they need and how I can help them in achieving those dreams, expectations, and services that are needed in order for them to be successful in their endeavors. You know, but one of the things that you have to be able to do is you're going to have to ask. And that goes into expectation number four, which is asking your clients for feedback. Now, a lot of times when you get this, You can do it in order to try and find out what it is that your clients are having pain points with at that point or services that they may need. Like I said earlier, that you may know of somebody that can help them with that and you can put them in touch with that person. But it's also an opportunity for you to get feedback on the services that you are providing that client. Are you meeting their expectation? Are you taking care of the needs that they have? Sometimes we provide these services for a while and we don't check back in with our clients to ensure that one, that we're doing what we said we were going to do, but number two, that they're still happy and satisfied with the, the uh, business that we're providing for them, the products that we're giving them, and the services that they are rendering from us. Are we meeting those ideals, those expectations? Are they happy with what we are doing? If they're not, hopefully you're in a position where they're going to tell you that and be honest with you. Because you can't change what you don't know is broken. You have to be able to know what it is that this client needs and if you're meeting those needs. Sometimes it could be little things that need to be tweaked. Maybe it's communication that you're having with that client. Maybe it's scheduling. Maybe it's communication. Maybe it's in the way that you're providing the services to them. Are you doing it at a time of day that's going to be workable for that client? Or are you doing it at a time that's convenient for you? These are all things that clients are looking at when it comes to the feedback that they need. And you as a business owner need to know if you're meeting those expectations. I mean, let's face it, how else are you gonna find out if you're doing a good job or not? How are you gonna be able to evaluate your own uh, employees on the job performance that they're providing for your clients? Now, we have some of our own clients that end up getting spoiled with with some of our employees, okay, which isn't a bad thing, but maybe you can relate as a business owner and you can see what my fear in doing that is, is when you have a client this says, you know what, so-and-so is great, but we really like this guy or we really like this person because they just seem to understand us a little bit more. Well, why is that? It's because that employee has built that relationship, not only that relationship with that client, but that reliability and that cognizant need of addressing what it is that that client needs and they're on top of it. You know, and I kind of fell into that with one of our clients where I came in and I didn't even realize that. I went in, did my service, and then we started a brand new team member and I had this individual go out to them to do the services and things like that. And then I returned back out there and one of their questions was when I asked them if they were happy with the way that the service had been done when I was gone and they said you know the person was great they did a really good job but you know we really like it when you're here because you know exactly what we need and you know that's flattering that is something that that makes you feel really good knowing that you are trusted by your employee that much or by your clients that much that they recognize the hard work and the dedication that you put into things But then when we throw them into a little bit of a loop by bringing in another team member who's doing the job just as well, but they get used to just having one person in there, you know, is that a functional issue that we have? No, that's something that they are going to end up having that issue be relieved at some point once that employee starts building that relationship with them as well. But we have to give them that opportunity to go in there and do that because One of those things that I had to figure out early on in my own business is I am not Superman. I cannot do it all myself. I have to have other people that are willing to do it. However, my expectations are they're going to provide those services in the way that we are known for providing those services. And the only way I'm gonna make sure or find out that those services are being provided in a way that is acceptable by me and needed by my clients is by getting that feedback from that client so that I can help progress, mature, and get that relationship to a point where it doesn't matter whether it's myself being there to provide those services or somebody else. They know that those services are going to be provided in a professional way and in a way that is pleasing to them and meeting their needs number five the last thing is going above and beyond you know going the extra mile will help your clients meet not only their needs but in turn will help you by providing you referrals it'll help you with a positive company image and it will also put value to the services that you provide your clients what I'd like to do is share with you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about here when we're talking about meeting or exceeding the expectations of our clients. And the first one we're going to talk about is with a company, and we're going to call this guy Chad. You know, Chad asked that we would come to their place of work on site and do their random and post-accident drug tests. But on this occasion, we came and we did pre-employment testing for six of his new employees so that he could not only conduct their new employee orientation at one time, but he could get their drug testing done at one time, not cause a lot of disruption or anything else, and and it was just a win-win for both him and us. And so we were there, and before we got there, Chad had advised these employees that were there that they were going to be drug tested and that if they brought anything with them to try and adulterate or cheat on the test... He told them, look, if you're going to try and do that with these guys, they're going to catch you. They're very good at what they do. So even after Chad had given these six employees this warning, we found in possession of synthetic urine, five out of the six employees. On each one of these employees, we had recovered the bottle or the carrying method that they brought into the facility to bring in that synthetic hearing. And it was totally baffling to Chad that these individuals, not only after he told them that we caught, we would catch them, that they would actually think that they could do it and give it to us afterwards. It was just amazing to him to the point where he went to the owner of the company and he showed him what it was that we recovered that day from five out of the six employees. So much so that Chad had gone to the owner of the company and brought him into the room. And he went to the owner and he said, boss, this is why we use these guys. And he showed it to the owner of the company. And the owner of the company was baffled. And it led into a conversation with he and I explaining to them how we do this, how we're able to get employees to give us this stuff, and why we are so good at what we do. And he looked at this And he understood right away the value in the services that we provide. Because up to this point, we had only done their random selection testing and their pre-employment drug testing. They had sent their pre-employments down the street to a clinic to get done because they could interview these guys during the day and just send them down to the clinic instead of calling us to come back and forth. And he just felt that it was a, a better way of doing business. But this owner looked at me and he said, this clinic has not caught anybody doing this and i have thought for some time that people were falling through the cracks and you just confirmed this to me as a result this employer asked that we do testing on everyone within his company and he went ahead and had that done on a future date but the point of this was because of this example of going above and beyond the expectation of the client, we were able to get all of the business that this company had, which is what our goal was from the beginning was to establish that relationship with them that we would be trusted to be able to do all of their testing at some point. And we were able to do that. And this was something that we, like I said, wanted to do from the beginning. And and one of the things that was a big hang up with this company was that our physical office that these employees could go to was 25 miles away. Now, all their employees, if they're pre-employment or it's during the day and they need a drug test, they send them 25 miles away to our office to be drug tested so that we don't have to return again to that business on a continual basis throughout the day. If that doesn't speak volumes into meeting and exceeding the expectations of your clients, that they are willing to send a new employee 25 miles away to get a pre-employment drug test, then I don't know what else I can tell you guys. It's that simple, just overachieving, doing the things that these clients are looking for, having those expectations and being willing to go and do it. Is one of the biggest things that you can do the second example that I wanted to share with you was on a company that was on a national basis or a national company to look to us to do their drug testing and it wasn't the case at, at the beginning this was a client that I wanted to have the door open to have the opportunity to provide these services for them and i had been in touch with them and I'd left my information and they had not returned my calls And I had done my due diligence by making sure that I followed up with them. Not on a continual basis, because you don't want to be that pain in the butt where they're definitely not going to call you back. But I would check in once in a while, maybe once every two or three months, and just remind them that we were here and that we were excited to be able to possibly provide these services that they may need. And if they ever needed us for anything, to give us a call. Well, it just so happened that the territory manager was in the area and they had a post accident and they went to the clinic that they had normally gone to and they got to the clinic at 4.30 and the clinic told them when they came in that it was a post accident. They said, is this guy gonna be able to use the restroom? The driver's response was very simple. He said, well, you know, I don't know if I will be able to go right now or not. I may need to drink some water. And the first response from the person behind the counter was, we close at five o'clock If you're not able to provide a sample by 5 o'clock, it's going to be reported out as a refusal to test because we do not pay overtime. So the territory manager looked at them. His name was Dave. And Dave said, are you kidding me? He says, you understand the DOT requires that at least a three-hour window be given during a shy bladder process to allow the driver to be able to give a specimen. And the person behind the counter looked at them and said, This is not our problem. This is our policy and what we do. So Dave, at that point, took the driver and they walked out. They were disgusted because this totally goes against providing services for a company and meeting their expectations and their needs at that time. He came down to our office, which was about 10 minutes down the road, and I met him at the front door. And Dave, at first, when he walked through, I could tell that he was perplexed, I could tell that he was frustrated because it was all over his face. I knew something was wrong. And this driver came in tow with him, (laughs) walking through the front door. And he looked at me. He says, I have a man here that had a post accident. Here's my paperwork. I need to get him tested. I know it's quarter to five. So when you guys close at five o'clock, if he can't pee, what are we doing? And so I explained to him, well, we're doing a three-hour shy bladder process. He probably won't need the whole three hours. But we're going to be able to provide some water for him, let him drink. And then when he is able to, we'll complete the test for him. So he said, that's very good. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And then as I took the driver back into our testing room, he said, can I come with you? And I said, well, sure. You can't come back to the restroom with us, obviously. But you can come into the office right here if it's okay with the driver. And the driver said, yeah, that's fine. So we went in there and he watched the process and how we interacted with this driver in following the steps that were outlined for a DOT collection we went through the whole process we went to the restroom everything was taken care of we didn't have to go into a shy bladder this individual was able to go and we you know and I'm sure some of you that do drug testing find the same thing where you'll have somebody come in and they say, you know, I just don't know if I can go. And you take them back there, and lo and behold, they were able to give you the that amount that you needed because a lot of times they envision they had to fill a whole cup, and that they only that they don't realize that they're not they're just needing to give you a little bit over three tablespoons to be able to get what you need for a DOT test. So we were able to get everything done. We packaged it up. We got everything done, and then Dave turns to me and he says, "Chuck, you guys just got all of our business." And I asked him, well, I'm very grateful for that. And well, what what changed your mind? What caused this to happen? And he said, just in the way that you not only interacted with my driver, but because you took the time to listen to me when I walked through the door. You didn't make it feel like I wasn't important or that our situation wasn't important to you. And I looked at him and I said, Dave, it's because it's not. It's not my issue it is yours and I am here providing a service for you it's not about me that guy is turned into a client that we have not only do we have them testing all of the randoms but also opened up another facility that they have and also for us to do emergency after-hours collections for this company as well you never know where this is going to go where is your intent what is the reputation that you want to have, not only among your clients, but the reputation that you want your employees to have as well? Because they're just as much a part of this as anybody else. If they enjoy what they do and they can see that they're getting praise back from the clients because of the job they're doing, that is, that's going to go further than anything you could ever do for them. And it's going to make them take some initiative in making sure that that client is being taken care of because they know what they do matters. And that is the bottom line. We hope you understand in both of these examples the five expectation factors that were shown and how this will not only help you build stronger relationships with your clients, it will also give you the reputation that you need and that you desire in your industry, your community, and also in social media. So let's face it, That is one of the fastest growing trends that we have right now is just a couple of words, a couple of things that are put out on social media can mean the difference in your business. So we're hoping that that's going to help you there as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Clearing the Haze and that you found value in the information that we shared with you here today. If you have any questions that we could help you with or you'd like more information on how you can become more effective in addressing the needs and concerns of your clients, please feel free to email me at helpclearthehaze at gmail.com. Again, that's helpclearthehaze at gmail.com. And I promise you that I'll get back with you as soon as I can with your email. If you have any other interests that you're seeing that you may have as a business that we could help address here on Clearing the Haze, please email me and let me know. And we'll do our best to try and get those topics covered or to be able to find Speakers that would be willing to come on and share their knowledge, understanding on that topic to help all of us in growing a better and stronger business. Until next week, we hope you have a blessed New Year's Day. And we look forward to continuing to provide this podcast this year in addressing those topics that are of great need. Until next week, remember, it's your vision, it's your dream, and it's your business. Take care.